0: Friday, how I love you so! I love you, Friday. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of the Kindness Objective with me, Melissa Marquet your host and founder of TKO. Glad you're here. You can always find us on the web at thekindnessobjective.org or on Facebook. Just search for The Kindness Objective and send a request to join our group and we would love to have you. You should definitely do that. Everybody has Facebook, right? I'm going to do things a little differently today on today's episode. Now that I'm learning how to use this equipment better, (laughs) and it's Friday so there's no need to rush... We're going to have some more random funny facts and stories to laugh at tonight as you unwind from the week some more feel-good stories in the news and we're just gonna have a little bit of fun cut loose a little bit you earned it so let's get to our first funny story and why am i not surprised that once again <laughs> It comes out of Florida. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, Earl Stevens Jr., a 69-year-old man, was arrested after rear-ending a lady over and over again in the McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> well, when police arrived, he had a very nice bottle of bourbon and smelled like he had been enjoying it quite a bit he told the deputies he was feeling pretty good i bet you were (laughs) but then he said he wasn't drinking and driving and he was serious he said i have not had a single drink while this car was moving i have only drank at stop signs and red lights (laughs) what (laughs) he was serious anyway he was arrested he didn't even have a valid driver's license but camp. Yep. <laughs> what do you think the arresting officer even said? I, I mean, <laughs> what is there to say, right? Like, put your hands behind your back, you're under arrest. <laughs> oh boy. Here's another one out of Florida that's pretty funny. A man had to, <laughs> he was, a naked man was arrested. And had to be removed from his home by police (laughs) after after using a George Foreman grill to bake cookies and starting a house fire. (laughs) (laughs) He admitted that he had drank two liters of vodka and had some marijuana, so you gotta wonder what kind of cookies was he making, right? How do you have two liters of vodka and not die, (laughs) That's what I want to know. That's a lot of alcohol. Holy crap. Speaking of alcohol in Florida, (laughs) a Largo couple stole a motorized shopping cart from Walmart so that they could drive it to the bar. (laughs) Can you imagine seeing somebody roll up on the scene in a motorized shopping cart? Like, what am I looking at? <laughs> now this one's pretty disgusting. I remember this, actually. I remember this because I think it went viral on Facebook, but there was a video of a woman shaving her legs in a Florida hotel pool <laughs> with a bunch of people swimming around. Man, I would throw up. <laughs> I'm not even playing. That's disgusting. That is nasty on like how do you even think that that's okay who does that seriously though who does that (laughs) it's so gross oh my god how about we turn to a feel-good story in the news for just a minute here and let's talk about 19 year old Hunter Wart from Indiana who spent a year mowing lawns and scrapping metal and he managed to make $10,000 that was required to purchase a safe haven baby box for the Seymour Fire Department. And it was successful. Somebody actually, a distressed mother, dropped off a newborn while remaining anonymous and the baby was found safe, the baby girl was found safe inside. And it just goes to show that you can make a difference, you know, in the world. All you have to do is help one person. Amazing. That is absolutely amazing. And, you know, I have to have to give credit to the mother because I cannot imagine being in a situation that would make me want to do something like that. Whether, you know, you're a teenager or it's uh, a rape or an abusive relationship, you know, you've got to be pretty down and out to choose to do that. So... Whoever that was, was very brave and I applaud you for that. That must have been very, very hard. Well, if you wanna see something that'll brighten up your day, go ahead and uh, look us up on Facebook at The Kindness Objective and send a request to join our group. And we would love to have you and you'll find a story posted by The Chive of a boy that was born nine weeks premature and he weighed under three pounds he spent six weeks in the nicu and when he was able to go home his parents came up with an awesome idea to do a photo shoot of the little boy the baby doing all these different manly things like shaving and mowing the lawn and you know fixing a car really really cute pictures they, they made me smile for sure and um, don't worry, the baby was safe every time. Photoshop played a huge role in here, but again, if you wanna have a smile on your face and take a look at these pictures, they're, they're really cute on our Facebook group, The Kindness Objective, so check that out. How about a story out of Phoenix? This one is, this one really made me do some thinking about learning CPR and things like that. Um, Ellen Driscoll is a teacher in phoenix and she had taken a walk around at lunchtime you know walking around the campus and she said suddenly they were back you know where the kids were playing volleyball and she realized she was gonna pass out and she reached out to a student and she said help help and she she fainted and her heart stopped and salim muhammad one of the students at the school was in the school's gym and he said he was working out when two girls came in and you know called for his coach and he ran outside with them and he followed the girls to the teacher that was laying on the ground unconscious. And, and they told him that her heart stopped so he started chest compressions right away. The coach urged him on and he he stayed at it for five minutes when the teacher finally came out gasping for air Mohammed is studying auto collision at metro tech high and he says he learned cpr in health class never thinking the day would come that he would have to use it but now he says everybody should know how to do it and that it really isn't hard it's pretty easy teacher is recovering she's eager to meet salim Mohammed. And he is hoping to get a chance to go ahead and visit her. Tell you, you know, you never know when you're going to use something like that. My father had to take a class to learn CPR when he was working as a director of facilities for the school district back in New York. And it was on a Saturday. And he said, I don't really understand why I have to do this. I'm not around the kids. You know, I'm in the facilities department. But... It was required, and he went and he did it, and not even a week later, I was at his house, and a lady came out from across the street with her little boy in her arms, limp and blue, screaming, somebody help me, somebody help me, and my dad, he ran across the street, put the kid on the ground, and started CPR, and he literally saved that kid's life. So, you know, really, you never really know when you're going to use it, but... um, Makes me think I I really ought to know how to do that myself, right? Especially being a parent. So that's going to be something on the to-do list for me. But amazing job by a teenager to step up to the plate like that and stay calm in such a chaotic and distressful situation. Definitely got to respect that. want to throw an idea out there that some people may not know or realize. But did you know that even if a cell phone is no longer connected to a cell service, you can still use it to call 911? You can. So if you go through your home and your junk drawers and you find any cell phones that are laying around and you don't need them, why not go ahead and donate them to a local women's shelter? When the folks leaving those situations first get back out there, they certainly need some time to get back on their feet emotionally and financially, and you could literally save a life by offering a phone to someone who may need it to call 911. So, just want to throw that out there. Now, this is pretty cool, and this is something that my son and I did up until he turned five back in May, Dolly Parton has a program and they will mail your child an age appropriate book once a month from the day that they're born until they turn five. No obligation, no catch. She just wants to make sure that every child has books. And they have actually distributed over 80 million books since 1995 which is incredible and they're great books too um you know there's i don't know when you're little there's something so exciting about having mail come to you so i know when my son would see the book in the mail with his name on it he would be like i got mail and you know he loved it and um really good books really good stories and uh you can sign up for that online for free Now, I knew that human trafficking in the United States was a huge issue, but until recently, I really had no idea what a tremendous issue it actually is. In 2016 alone, the National Center on Missing and Exploited Children received 8.2 million reports, while the National Human Trafficking Hotline had over 7,600 cases that year. Unbelievable, right? Well, there's a team of retired U.S. Navy SEALs that are saving teenagers from human trafficking. One of the victims that they were able to help and find was a 16-year-old girl who was abducted along with a friend while riding her bike one afternoon. Her parents are identified simply as Maureen and David, and they contacted the group Saved in America, which is the Navy SEALs group, co-founded by a private investigator named Joseph Travers, and within less than a week of taking on the case, they rescued the girl from the criminals that intended to sell her into modern-day slavery. These people are doing really good things. You should definitely check out their organization, S-I-A-M. Amazingly enough, as of January of 2018, they had a 100% success rate and they rescued all 58 people that they'd investigated. Since December of 2014, they've rescued 223 children, 60% of whom were recovered before they had been trafficked. That's amazing. That's amazing for real. That's that's great work. Yeah, as you can imagine, this team has earned glowing endorsements from law enforcement. And um, they say it's a partnership like this that plays such a significant role in law enforcement, not only from a public safety standpoint, but also as an opportunity to make a difference in the lives of those who have been victimized. That uh, statement was from Mike Williams, a sheriff from Duval County in Florida, when he spoke about the team. The organization was founded after hearing about the 2009 abduction and murder of Brittany Drexel. He said when I read about Brittany Drexel who disappeared off the face of the planet, he knew that gangs were involved. And he went on to explain how the team gets involved in most cases. He says most of the parents are clearly in a state of panic and they're wanting or waiting rather for something to happen. So Now the family is at a standstill, and they have to go find their child on their own, and most people don't know how to do that, and that's where they fill the gap. He goes on to say that people don't realize this is going on in their own backyard. This isn't in some faraway country with very poor people. This could be your next-door neighbor, your child, anyone's child. And a lot of these kids are from a middle-class family in the United States. They aren't incredibly poor or involved in abuse or in bad situations at home. He says we're there for the parent as a resource. And I think the greatest thing that can happen is if Saved in America didn't have to exist. True that. Great job, though, to the folks in that organization. 100% success rate is almost unheard of, right? Thank God for... Them and bringing those kids back home safely to their families. So, we talk a lot about random acts of kindness here at the kind of subjective, and that's important. But it's also important not to forget to be kind to the people that we love and care about who are in our life and by our side day by day, who have our, our back through thick and thin. What are we doing as far as little random acts of kindness to show the people that we love that we love them? I can say that it's a common occurrence for people to assume that other people know how they feel, right? But that's not always the case. And you need to say it and people need to hear it. And it's important to do small things to Show that, you know, I still feel the same way I did before, or I love you more today than I did yesterday, right? So when we think of acts of kindness, we should also remember to make sure that we're doing those things in our own homes, where it's probably more important than anything, right? Don't take each other for granted. Tell people what you love about them. Spend time with people. Turn off your phone, right? engage in conversation with each other and truly be present in the moment. You know, make sure that people understand that you're interested in their life and in their days and their joys and their struggles and that you're genuinely interested in what they have to say and you're not just trying to do the obligatory half ass paying attention in between social media posts right it's important and that goes for romantic relationships relationships with your children relationships with your parents and your friends nobody wants to feel like they come second to a phone or a computer or anything else for that matter right so Make sure that people know you love them, they feel that you love them, and they know why. Never assume that people know how you feel. So turning to our celebrity highlight of the day, I'm going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal again. Uh, I know that I mentioned him the other day. But he was at Best Buy this week when a couple noticed he was there I mean he's kind of hard to miss (laughs) and they offered their condolences for you know the loss of Kobe Bryant and you know what have you his daughter Gianna and he was so touched by that that he told the couple to pick out any laptop that they wanted which is what they were shopping for and that he would love to pay for it for them because he liked them and they were really nice people I thought that was a really a really sweet story especially during his time of grieving to be thinking about making someone else happy. That really says a lot about that person and their character. So I did want to point that out. So until next time, I hope that you all have a wonderful weekend filled with love, laughter, kindness, and happiness. And as always, you can find us on the web at thekindnessobjective.org or again, as I mentioned, on Facebook. Just simply search for the kindness objective send us a request to join the group and start getting involved we'd love to have you until next time god bless you all